This is Roger Penske, and you're listening to Pit Pass Indy, sponsored by Penske Truck Rental. IndyCar fans, it's time to start your engines. Welcome to Pit Pass Indy, a production of Evergreen Podcast. I'm your host, Bruce Martin, a journalist who regularly covers the NTT IndyCar series. Our goal at Pit Pass Indy is to give racing fans an insider's view of the exciting world of the NTT IndyCar series in a fast-paced podcast featuring interviews with the biggest names in the sport. I bring nearly 40 years of experience covering IndyCar and NASCAR, working for such media brands as NBCSports.com, SI.com, ESPN Sports Ticker, Sports Illustrated, Auto Week, and Speed Sport. So let's drop the green flag on this episode of Pit Pass Indy. Welcome to this week's edition of Pit Pass Indy. Presented by Penske Truck Rental. All of us at Pit Pass Indy hope you had a fantastic Thanksgiving day and enter the holiday season with plenty of reasons to be thankful. One of the great things we get to do with this podcast is talk to some of the great drivers from IndyCar's past. Today, we get to say howdy to Howdy Holmes, the 1979 Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year from Chelsea, Michigan. The 1978 Formula Atlantic champion came to the Indianapolis 500 one year later and was one of 14 rookie drivers who were attempting to make that race. Holmes was the only driver out of that group that made the 35-driver starting field in the 1979 Indy 500. Yes, that's right. There were 35 drivers in the starting lineup after a court ruling and later a USAC decision allowed each car already bumped would get one more chance in a special qualification session the day before the 1979 Indianapolis 500. The 33 cars that were already in the field were locked in and could not be bumped. Each of the 11 cars would be allowed only one attempt. There were no wave-offs allowed, and if the run was incomplete or if the driver missed their turn in line, the attempt was forfeited. If the driver completed the four-lap qualifying run faster than the slowest car in the field, they would be added to the rear of the grid. That potentially meant up to a record 44 cars could have started on race day. But only two cars, Bill Vukovic II and George Snyder, ran fast enough, and the final grid comprised 35 cars. This did not impact Holmes, who was already safely in the field, starting in 13th position. Holmes finished 7th in the race, earning Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year honors. Although he was the only rookie in that year's 500, Holmes is proud of being the only rookie out of the 14 first-timers that made the starting lineup that year. Plus, a 7th place finish out of 35 starters is a pretty big achievement in the Indy 500. Holmes was one of the little guys of the Indianapolis 500 and the kart series in the late 1970s through the 1980s. The diminutive driver may have been small in stature, but he had a big personality that made him a fan favorite. Holmes retired from kart in the Indianapolis 500 in 1988. His last race was the 1988 Nissan Indy Challenge at Tamiami Park in Miami, on November 6, 1988. 
With his IndyCar parked, Holmes returned to the family business in Chelsea, Michigan. The Chelsea Milling Company, makers of Jiffy Mix Corn Muffin Mix. This season, Holmes became a sponsorship partner at Chip Ganassi Racing with Jiffy Mix on all four of Ganassi's IndyCar entries. 35 years after driving in his final IndyCar race, Holmes got to celebrate a championship as Alex Pelot won the 2023 NTT IndyCar Series Championship for Chip Ganassi Racing. The 75-year-old Holmes had one of the best seats in all of IndyCar, right next to team owner Chip Ganassi on the timing stand on pit lane. For the first time since 1988, Holmes and the Jiffy Mix brand are back in IndyCar racing as a team sponsor with his longtime friend, Chip Ganassi. I had a chance to catch up with the 75-year-old Holmes before the final IndyCar series race of the season for this exclusive interview for Pit Pass Indy. Joining us now on Pit Pass Indy is one of the good guys of IndyCar racing. It's former kart series driver Howdy Holmes, who actually this year has played a role in Chip Ganassi's 15th IndyCar Series National Championship. Howdy, you look like you could still race. <laughs> Looks are deceiving, Bruce. <laughs> Very deceiving. You know, I, uh, I can say that uh, when I left, I uh, had to make sure that I didn't have any unfinished business, and 35 years later, back in racing, you know, with Jiffy Mix and, and Chip Ganassi, and it's a real dream for me. I've enjoyed it a ton. I don't have all the pressure as before. A lot of people I still know, and, and I'm enjoying myself. For anybody who followed IndyCar racing in the late 70s and the 1980s, Howdy was the driver of the Jiffy Mix car and cart, and although he didn't have the most success in the series, it was certainly among the most popular. What do you believe is the reason why so many fans loved Howdy Holmes as a racer? Yikes, interesting question. I, I guess the only way I can answer that is I'm, I'm the same today as I am tomorrow, and no matter who I'm talking to, I, I try and uh, just be natural, and um, I like to think I'm a friendly guy, and I think, I think that matters a lot. And, you know, I understand the big picture, Bruce, and uh, realize that fans are critical to any sport, and certainly racing. So I've always made an effort to kind of, you know, acknowledge them. You're not racing anymore, but you're still with Jiffy Mix. If you could describe what your roles are running that company, and it's one of the most successful companies in its retail brand. Well, you know, uh, we're the number one selling dry grocery item in the United States. And uh, over my last 35 years uh, of taking the family business from a uh, uh, and triple the, the uh, income, triple the sales, and, and actually turned it over to my son, uh, two years ago in December of uh, uh, 21. So I remain as the CEO and the chairman of the board and I try and uh, help him. And, and uh, we have a relationship that is not dad and son, it's uh, CEO and president. It works. And you're still in Chelsea, Michigan. I guess uh, once a Michigander, always a Michigander. Absolutely, Chelsea is, uh, I can't say it's the big city, uh, but I love the place and, and I'm certain you've uh, had dinner at the Common Grill, if I'm not mistaken, a few times, huh? 
And as far as being that close to Michigan International Speedway, I'm sure that you had a lot of great stories to recall on the glory days when CART used to have the Michigan 500 up there. A lot of us still wish that IndyCar raced at that track for whatever reason they don't, but what do you think about what, back when Michigan was undeniably the second biggest race in the schedule behind the Indianapolis 500? Well, I guess it's a bit of a mystery why it didn't, you know, continue. And um, I think part of the answer lies with the fact that it's so close to Detroit and the big three. Yeah. It really is a NASCAR track. And al although it was unique in the beginning, the fans just didn't show up. And, you know, there are places, markets in the country where sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It's kind of too bad because it's a good track. And, well, by the way, it was close to home for me. I believe your rookie season at the Indianapolis 500, you could already count on getting a trophy even before the month started because you were the Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year, but you were also the only rookie in that year's race. Yeah, I love to answer that question. And uh, I, let me put it to you this way. There were 14 rookies that started out that month. Yeah. And there was one that made the race. That would be me. And so there were 13 that didn't make it. So although it might have been automatic, you know, I earned that. On lap two of the race, you know, I came out last and finished seventh. And if that isn't worthy of the Rookie of the Year, I don't know what the hell is. Well, and the other thing that should always be pointed out about that award is it's not the Rookie of the Race, it's the Rookie for the entire month of May. So when you put it on those categories to be the only rookie out of 14 who made the starting lineup, that is pretty impressive. You know, there have been a few times over the years, uh, um, mostly when I was in the sport, where, where people would point out that hey, you know, uh, you got that award because you're the only one. And, you know, I was the only one, but I deserve that award. And to your point, it is about the whole month of May. And, you know, I, I never spun or never hit anything and uh, had an old car with Sherman Armstrong with a Wildcat with an Offenhauser engine and so on. And we didn't have the greatest equipment, but it was reliable. So we put on a good show. Goodyear told me that throughout the race, I had the third fastest cornering times of anybody. So that's that's worthy. Are you amazed how many people in IndyCar still recognize Howdy Holmes when he shows up at an IndyCar race? Great question. And you know what? Uh, it warms my heart. It kind of a little bit, of, you know, nostalgic, but it, it, it really does. Because I retired 35 years ago, and there are lots of people that uh, are happy to see me, and I'm happy to see them. And and they say, thanks for coming back. We, you know, we need people that, that are happy and, and the people that, you know, uh, have fun and, and are, are, you know, just kind of real people. And, and so it's like, a, it's like a homecoming in a way, Bruce. Um, and when you're driving or when you're in the sport, you really don't have time to think about those things because you're busy, busy, busy. And, um, I go back to Indianapolis or this this year, a lot of these tracks, I've, I've been amazed at how many people have said, hey, good to see you, glad you're back. And so it warms my heart. How did your role with Chip Ganassi Racing in 2023 develop? As uh, always is the case, my son Howard and I would go to the first weekend of qualifying. We're always hanging out with Chip or, you know, Roger or a bunch of some of the other teams, Andretti. And, uh, and this year, uh, the three of us were talking, and I can't remember which one of them said, hey, let's do something. And everybody thought it was a good idea. 
And in about 15 minutes, we put a deal together. Uh, it's not a major sponsorship deal, but you know, we have signage on all four, you know, brand on all four cars. Uh, and it, it's been a, a magical year. I mean, the first three races that I went to, win, win, win. And, uh, at, you know, so I'm thinking, <laughs> this is a great deal, not only for the Ganassi team and his drivers, but for, for Howdy Holmes and, and, and Jiffy Mix. And so, um, you know, I, it's, it's not a situation where, you know, we're the major sponsor, but, um, you know, people know our brand. They love our brand. Everybody at home's got some, on the retail side, the boxes of corn muffin or honey corn muffin or veggie, you know, in their cupboards. But we also do food food service. So our emphasis with racing is, is directed more towards the food service side, which for us is a startup uh, company. It, 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 it's in Chelsea too. So we, 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 we do both of them, retail and food service in Chelsea. First year with the team, and Chip gets his 15th IndyCar championship. Are you the secret weapon? I might be. I might be. They always say once a racer, always a racer. But do you ever look at the car and say, I'd like one more chance to get out there and take a lap? No, you know, and uh, I can say honestly, no. I had a five-year exit plan from 83 to 88 for that very reason, that I didn't want any unfinished business when I left. Uh, you know, people are kidding that three times a day, people have said, you got your helmet, let's go. And I go, no, my helmets, I don't even know where they are, they're somewhere in the basement, but uh, you know, it's for everybody else. I had my time, it was it was a good experience. I loved it, I'm honored uh, to be, uh, be able to say that I, Indy 500, you know, competitor for six years, and. Uh, you know, aside from former Atlantic champion and rookie of the year and front row and all that kind of stuff, it was, it was terrific. Michigan has turned on some really good Indianapolis 500 drivers. There's another one in your state up in South Branch, Gordon Johncock. Another unique character, by the way. Uh, what are your recollections of Gordon Johncock and what he meant for the state of Michigan? Well, don't forget that he drove for uh, Pat Patrick, you know, towards the end, another Michigander in Jackson. And uh, Gordy, uh, here, here's the story about Gordy. He's really a great guy, and I can say he's a, a good friend. But you needed to be absolutely certain when you were dueling with Gordy that you're, you know, you were on your game because he was a, a, a difficult guy to pass, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, some are easy to pass, some are difficult. Gordy didn't make it easy, and I respect him for that. Another thing you have to respect about you is you have a really good friendship with Chip Ganassi, and Chip may not be friends with some people, but to those that he are, that he is friends with, he's very loyal. How did your friendship with Chip Ganassi begin? Yeah, that's a great question. Chip had a horrible accident uh, at Michigan in 82, and uh, he was airlifted to the University of Michigan Hospital, and I'm, I live in Ann Arbor. So of course I went to visit him and his father Floyd was there and Chip was a mess. And uh, and I think both of them really kind of appreciated that. Drivers, uh, you know, um, generally don't get close to other drivers, but I, I think that's the situation that kind of created a bond and it's, it's been there ever since. And, um, you know, I, I can 
talk with Chip about anything, it, no matter what it is. And but I respect, you know, what he's doing in business, and I, I don't kind of quiz him about that, and I don't challenge him uh, on most things. <laughs> but um, you know, it's the type of friendship that you can say whatever you want, and that's really important. You have one of the best seats in IndyCar. It's on the timing stand right next to Chip Ganassi. So how cool is that at this stage of your career that Howdy Holmes is up there, the number one team in IndyCar, right next to the team owner in the timing stand? Well, I'll tell you, um, nobody remembers who finishes second. So uh, <laughs> if you're going to come back, you might as well do it in style. And, and I'm doing my best to, to do that. And is it one of the best decisions that you and Jiffy Mix have made is to get back into IndyCar in, in some capacity? It was a good decision for the brand, but it was really a great decision for me personally. And I, I have to credit my son, Howard, you know, as I passed the torch on to him, he's uh, cognizant that, you know, I'm a pretty complicated guy and pretty committed to a lot of things. And it, one of the things he said to me, he said, hey, we got to find you something that you can do that you enjoy. And uh, so this, this was an ideal solution. It's great for the brand. It's great for me. And, um, you know, we're on roll. I just hope that we can complete the trifecta today or the triple crown or whatever you want to call it. And Marcus Armstrong being the rookie of the year, that that would make, that's never been done before, Bruce. We're in Monterey, California for the last race of the season in IndyCar, but Alex Pelot wrapped up the championship in Portland. You weren't there, but I'm sure you were watching on TV. And how exciting was that for you? Oh, uh, it was great. And uh, Portland just kind of a long way to go. And um um so i did miss that and but uh, what a drive oh my god and uh you know as scott dixon as as well uh he's i scott i i mean the guy just never ceases to amaze me and um you know it's um it's heartwarming i guess and and maybe there's a a, a little bit of uh sort of satisfaction i i can't really say you know i'm a team member per se because i came in you know we came in in the middle of the middle of the season right after may but it's been it's been a fairy tale deal and i guess the question is what the hell are we going to do for an encore well it certainly is a great second lap around the indycar series he was one of the most popular drivers during his day howdy holmes congratulations on being part of chip ganassi's 15th indycar national championship winning team Good luck in your endeavors with Jiffy Mix, and thank you for joining us today on Pit Pass Indy. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate it. We'll be right back to Pit Pass Indy after this short break. In the world of racing, Penske means performance and winning. For good reason. Since 1966, Team Penske has won 44 national championships, 17 in IndyCar alone. And last year, Team Penske claimed its Indianapolis 500 record-extending 19th Indy 500 win with Joseph Newgarden, the latest driver, to win the famed race. Team Penske also won its second straight NASCAR Cup Series championship. In 2022, Penske was the first team in history to win both the IndyCar and the NASCAR Cup Series championships in the same season. Team Penske enters the 2024 NTT IndyCar Series season with 236 IndyCar wins, including 34 500-mile race victories. Those are results that are tough to top. 
But Penske's legendary reputation for quality and attention to detail makes a statement off the track, too. When you need a truck, whether for your business or for a household move, Penske Truck Rental has some of the cleanest, newest, and best-maintained vehicles on the road. And we make it easy with personalized support from our associates, flexible reservations, and access to the top technology. With quick pickup and drop-off at more than 2,500 locations across North America, our scale and know-how will keep you covered, all helping to ensure you get the right, reliable, fuel-efficient vehicle when and where you need it. On the highways, the raceways, and every pit stop in between, Penske keeps you moving forward. Gain ground with Penske. Get a quote today at PenskeTruckRental.com or for household rentals, download the Penske Truck Rental mobile app today. This is Will Power of Team Penske, and you're listening to Pit Pass Indy presented by Penske Truck Rental. And that puts a checkered flag on this edition of Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental. We want to thank our guest, 1979 Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year, Howdy Holmes, one of the most popular drivers in IndyCar and kart in the late 1970s and the 1980s. Along with loyal listeners like you, our guests help make Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, your path to victory lane in IndyCar. And because of our guests and listeners, Pit Pass Indy is proud to be the winner of the best podcast by the National Motorsports Press Association. And as the holiday season begins with Thanksgiving and continues into December and the new year, Pit Pass Indy, presented by Penske Truck Rental, hopes all of you have a lot to celebrate. For more IndyCar coverage, follow me at Twitter at Bruce Martin, one word, uppercase B, uppercase M, underscore 500. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcast. A special thanks to our production team. Executive producers are Bridget Coyne and Gerardo Orlando. Recordings and edits were done by me, Bruce Martin. And final mixing was done by Dave Douglas. Learn more at evergreenpodcast.com. Until next time, be sure to keep it out of the wall.